0: Hello, this is Austin. You are listening to Accessible Airwaves on CJSW 90.9 FM. This program is dedicated to the education and exploration of disabled life. Giving voice to the life and experience of people with disabilities. We cover a wide array of issues and disabilities. We are people who discuss issues we are passionate about
1: and topics we are interested in.
0: We show how disability is in, in the mind, mind of the love. beholder. Today, Morgan will be interviewing Anna Moyer from Accessible Chef. Hello, Anna. Welcome to Accessible Airways. Say So, was how as Chefs come to be Today, you uh idea to a great website. I started
1: the accessible chef website when I was a high school student. I was working in a life skills classroom where we were learning how to cook basic recipes. And I realized that the teacher in the classroom was spending a lot of time making custom picture recipes to use in her classroom. And I thought that I could save the teacher time if I posted some of these recipes on the internet where everybody could use them. So I talked to a life skills teacher. I also talked to my aunt, who is an occupational therapist, about the best way to create and share these recipes. And Accessible Chef was originally my Girl Scout Gold Award project and my high school senior project back in 2008. And then I just kind of left The recipes on the internet, I didn't realize that people were still using them while I continued to go to school. It's been like 10 years and still online. I think people are still using the recipes that I posted all that time ago. Wow.
0: That is... Wow. So my next question is... um, Did... You come from a cooking background prior to this work? I did not come from a
1: cooking background prior to starting the Accessible Chef website. I was just a high school student, and I knew that I really enjoyed cooking. I really enjoyed cooking with my little brother who has Down syndrome and i wanted to share the joy of being able to cook at home but i don't have any kind of professional cooking training
0: wow no way i have uh, down my too as well yeah that's great do you like yeah. to cook as well yes i could do i like to cook With my mom Mm -hmm. and listen to my brother family. How has her website and work been so work goes with or without this body? Visual recipes
1: on my website are beneficial to people who have learning disabilities because they use this approach called task analysis, which is a way to break down a complex task into more manageable steps. So each step has its own picture and then people who are learning how to cook can learn how to complete the skills one at a time in a specific order so that they can make the whole recipe. So obviously these recipes are used in life skills classrooms or anywhere where people with intellectual disabilities learn how to cook for themselves. But I was also surprised that the recipes are used by a lot of people who maybe don't identify as having a disability that can range from people who struggle with executive function, so maybe somebody who has depression but doesn't identify as having a disability, people who are just learning how to speak English, people who are learning how to cook as adults. So I think it's anybody who wants just introduction to the basics of cooking skills can start out with the visual recipes and then from there, regardless of whether they have a disability.
0: I love that. I think I could do a cooking class
1: with rabbinones. I don't have any cooking classes in person. I only have these recipes online. But you can find a recipe online that you like, print it out, or look at it on your computer or a tablet.
0: I like that, I like it there. Why do you you believe in the M um, projects of promotion and and in projects within the cooking
1: space? Uh pragmatic answer for why I think that it's important to promote education and independence within the cooking space is that people with disabilities can have a hard time finding jobs and learning how to cook can make them more employable. It can also be expensive if you are always going out to eat, but if you know how to cook basic foods for yourself, you can save money. It can also be more healthy if you learn how to cook nutritious foods for yourself, like fruits and vegetables. So I think that there are a lot of benefits to the person who has a disability if they learn how to cook. But I think that the longer answer is that food is often a part of a person's culture and cooking can bring you a lot of joy. It can help you like learn how to bring a dish to a potluck or cook for your friends, cook for your family, cook foods that are important to your cultural background. And so I think that there shouldn't be any barriers to learning what can be like a fun hobby, a fun way to express yourself just because you have a disability.
0: Right, I agree. How yes. Accessible Chef different from other cooking programs. There are a lot of other great resources for learning
1: how to cook online, and I think they all have their strengths. One thing that's different about Accessible Chef from most of these programs is, is that it's all completely free. I just run this website for fun as a volunteer, and I don't charge anybody any money to download the resources. And that's important to me because I know that not everybody has equitable access to specialized educational curriculum. And Mm -hmm. so I'm really proud to be able to offer these to everybody all over the world, regardless of whether they're able to, you know, pay a fee for it. So that's one way that it's different. Um, Another way is that a lot of the recipes that are uploaded have been made by people who use the website and not made by me. So it's really like a network of shared recipes um, from lots of different people, lots of different backgrounds. I'm not just like the author of a cookbook. It's created by everybody who uses the site.
0: Good to know. We know you have great, uh, popular research, its assets for setup use all over the world. Yeah, Accessible Chef is used all over the
1: world. In 2022, it had Over 100,000 page views. So I know that there are a lot of people going to the website and downloading the recipes. The most popular countries uh, who visit the website are the US, England, Australia, Canada. So mostly places where there are people who speak English and people all over the world have different measurements for how they measure like temperature. Do they use Celsius or Fahrenheit or do they use grams or cups? And so I've been trying to add recipes for people who use the metric system, even though I'm based in the US, so that um, other people in English speaking countries can benefit from the recipes as well. Wow,
0: (laughs) that's great. Do you, do you, Receive feedback or stories of this from research. Call you share a few of
1: those stories. I sometimes get emails from people who have been using the website, and it always makes me really happy to hear how people's lives are being changed just from my little website. One teacher emailed me and said that she had a student who wasn't really interested in anything, was hard to get him to engage with any kind of work at school. He just was not interested. But he found my website and for some reason was just drawn to learning how to cook and every day was picking out a recipe that he wanted to make in the classroom. And that was kind of his introduction to actually being interested in reading or interested in doing uh, math. So that made me really happy that he was able to develop this passion and that it was kind of his gateway to um, being passionate about his school as well. I've also gotten emails from parents who have been teaching their children how to cook. And that also makes me very happy because I think it's good for um, like family bonding for the parent to be able to cook with their child as young as like preschool children. Um, because then they have an activity that they can do together that is fun and useful. And in the end, they get to share a treat. So those are always my favorite kind of
0: emails to get. I like every book, too. thing things. I like every book. I love that. Because assets for self can to put to improve in the life of people with disabilities. Do you also in? employ people with different abilities to contribute to the work. I would love to be able
1: to employ people with disabilities to work on my website but I actually don't employ anyone and my website doesn't make any money so right now it's just Mm -hmm me working on my website in my free time, and I don't have anybody working with me. I think that if I had a way to pay people with disabilities to work on my website, I would absolutely be hiring people to help me out with it. Um, And then as far as contributing to my website, I do have a blog where I have been making an effort to try to get disabled cookbook authors to contribute to my site because I think it would be great to have voices of different people on my blog. So that is something that I am actively working on, but I haven't
0: made very much progress on that point yet. Can you tell us about the active table tool? used to for the case space. How are they not attached to and are the any the that are more popular?
1: When I first started looking for adaptive tools to put on my website, I just was thinking, what are the biggest barriers to people with disabilities when they're learning how to cook? And I think one of the barriers is that sometimes things in the kitchen can be kind of small, hard to open, hard to hold on to. So there's just like the physical aspect of what tools can we find that make Uh, tasks just easier to use or easier to do. So I always recommend non-slip cooking supplies because they can help your bowls from sliding around while you're stirring. Um, I also recommend spring-loaded utensils because those can be easier to hold onto objects that can help with your bilateral coordination. And then another barrier to cooking is that sometimes the tools that you usually would use in the kitchen aren't very safe, or you might cut yourself on a sharp knife. And so I was thinking, what kind of tools can we use to replace the ones that are not as safe? So for example, instead of using a sharp chef knife, you can get a plastic lettuce knife that you're not able to cut yourself on, but you can still practice chopping like fruits and vegetables when you're cooking. Um, And that is one of the most popular tools, I would say is like a plastic chef knife. And then um, lastly, there are tools that can make the cooking process easier to understand. So if you have a hard time looking at fractions, like a third of a cup or a half of a cup, you could get Measuring cups that are color-coded so that instead of finding the third of a cup measuring cup, you find like the red cup. So I think what is most useful will depend on the individual's needs and really thinking through what barriers can we overcome. As far as how they are tested, I originally had a grant from Do Something where I bought a bunch of different kitchen tools and I took them into a Life skills classroom with a bunch of students with different types of disabilities, and we just saw like what works best now I sometimes get emails from people with suggestions of like this tool works really well for me this one doesn't work as well so most of the updated suggestions are coming from people who are using the tools and the recipes and then contact me asking me to add an
0: adaptive tool to my website wow i like to cut apples apples too Mm -hmm. like um red peppers Oh, you like to cut up the red peppers yes yeah, I love red peppers too. Is it possible for people to contribute to a website, blog, and information to in what type? of computer uh or helpful? So it is
1: possible to write a blog post for my website. If you're interested in doing that, you can just email me and let me know that you want to contribute a blog post. My top two preferences for people who are writing blog posts are either people with disabilities who are writing about their own experiences cooking, or people who are experts in some field that is related to cooking in education, like a life skills teacher or an occupational therapist or a physical therapist. So I am always open to people writing informative blog posts about anything that they think will help other people who use the website. I do also, of course, accept recipe submissions so people can make their own custom picture recipes and then submit them to me to be shared on the website. That is a little embarrassing because I actually have like 3,000 recipes that people have submitted that I haven't had the time to edit and post on the website yet because every recipe that's posted, I have to through and make sure that the spelling is correct that it makes sense that it's appropriate to post on the website so i have a very long backlog of recipes right now um, but if you want to see your specific recipe posted on the website you can email me and i can fast track that
0: so have you called of I use of her wipe set move in on to become a blight in the cooking field. Could you tell us about that? I have received emails from
1: people who became interested in cooking because of the Accessible Chef website and then decided that after high school they either wanted to go on to receive more culinary training or they decided to work at like a restaurant or a coffee shop that employs people with disabilities but I have never heard of anybody who like decided to go to culinary school because of Accessible Chef and then uh, completed that and then contacted me again. So I would love to hear from those people, um, but I have not gotten any emails from them. So I hope they're out there
0: and doing well. Claire, did you have a Thing uh to today. Just yes, thank you for having
1: me on accessible Airbase today. It was really great talking to you and I am so grateful that you invited me to be on this
0: podcast. You welcome. I am also proud this one for you. I so. Oh, I'll be so happy, happy and Bye. yeah uh fully do uh, my my interview. Um fully go back to uh interview. So uh, thank you so much for Or, um doing today's interview,
1: you're welcome, and I hope you go cook some tasty snacks. Hmm.
0: Thank you. That was Morgan interviewing Anna Moyer from Accessible Chef. For more information on Accessible Chef, visit their website at Thank you for listening to Accessible Airwaves on CGSW 90.9 FM. My name is Austin, and I hope you have enjoyed this episode.